home of Arizona Diamondbacks baseball. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Diamondbacks front office focus with Wolf and Luke. Presented by Gettle Air Conditioning and Plumbing. G-O-E-T-T-L. It'll keep you cool, but it's hard to spell. Gettle.com. D-backs back at it tonight in Houston against the Astros. Zach Gallen on the mound for the D-backs. So to me, this is a, a must-see game. Wolf, anytime Zach Gallen is pitching, he actually, you know, if they stick to the schedule, will pitch tonight. He will pitch next Tuesday in Milwaukee, and that'll be it for a phenomenal season from Zach Gallen. D-backs have seven games left. You got the Astros tonight. They've got three in San Francisco starting Friday, and they've got three in Milwaukee Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week, and then the regular season ends a week from tonight for the D-backs. So that's going to be big. I mean, honestly, right now I cannot wait to talk to Mike Hazen. And um, Mike, of course, always gives us some very candid answers. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to talk to him in regard to this year and how he puts this year into perspective. Well, because just record-wise, and I don't think the record tells the story, obviously, but just record-wise, uh, or it doesn't tell the whole story. I mean, it is your record. They've already won 19 more games this year than they won last year. Yeah. Now, now that's not the ultimate goal, but but that is noticeable improvement right there. And then you factor in all the young players as well. He's joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line, uh, D-backs GM Mike Hazen. Mike, thank you for the time as always. How are you doing today? Doing all right, guys. Thanks. So, Mike, when you think of this year overall in terms of how your team has performed on the diamond, what are you going to take away from this year? Uh, yeah, that's an interesting question. I think it's a question we're going to kind of wrestle with here over the next month, um, as we usually do to step back and assess what, what, what's happened. Um, you know, we, we've talked about this, like where we were 365 days ago from where we are today and where are we going to be 365 days from now? Um, you know, certainly there's been aspects of the team that are better. I think the things that I will take that I feel like are better are, the in aggregate, the depth of young player that has come up not only to be on the roster but to contribute to the roster and their performances, I think that is something that I can pretty confidently say is 100% better than it was a year ago. Yeah. The team that we were kind of you know finishing up with at the end of 2021 versus the team that we're finishing up with in 2022. Having said that, um, there. You know, you don't end up in the low 70s and wins um, and feel like there's not a mountain to still climb in terms of where you need to get to. And, you know, those areas are pretty they're pretty obvious in some cases. Um, maybe they're nuanced in others in terms of how you, you know, add to the position player group being the, the latter and then the former being we need to do a better job of from the seventh to the ninth inning of kind of shutting down games that we've, you know, we've where we have our starting rotation and then into into the late innings there of closing games out. I think that's been an area that we have struggled with all year and we need to make some tangible improvements to that. So, you know, by and large, we've pushed the ball forward in terms of where the team was to where it is today. We still have a long way to go. Mike Hazen joining us right now. Mike, I think it surprised some of us to see Alec Thomas sent down yesterday. Now, Tori Lovello was on with Burns and Gambo and gave us some of the reasoning, but, but what, what is your thought behind that move? Yeah, I, I, you know, when I step back from just the individual move, I, this, the season's still not over. I, I know that's pretty obvious, but I think when you get to this point sometimes with teams that, aren't, that are struggling, um, not going to finish in the playoffs, that, you know, seven, eight games left, it's, it's, it, 
you know, sometimes you can the 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 you can envision, you know, hey, well, it's only seven or eight more games. Well, those seven or eight games are pretty important to us. And, you know, he was struggling. And I think there were some specific things that he was struggling with in terms of from the from an adjustment standpoint, from an aggressiveness standpoint, from where he was at with his swing. You know, I give a kid a lot of credit going right down to AAA and getting in the lineup the first night. Um, but we, 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 don't, we don't take our foot off the gas pedal just because, you know, the easy decision would, again, from our standpoint, is to just turn an eye to it and decide, well, what does it matter? Um, it matters a lot. I think the biggest thing being there's some adjustments that need to be made with regard to where, you know, he had kind of gone here in the second half. Um, still think overall first year in the big leagues, he acquitted himself pretty well. Um, but there's some adjustments that need to be made, and it's not just with him. You look across, you know, you get don't get trapped into talking about this young team, you know, this young team that they're going to get there at some point. Well, they need to get there at some point. It's not they're going to get there. They need to get there. And there's a lot of adjustments that need to come to take our performance from where it is today to where it needs to be if you're going to want to play in the playoffs. And I still think that's the gap that we need to close. Those adjustments you're talking about with, with Alec Thomas, are those things that he's able to do in the offseason when he's not facing live pitching, or, or some of this kind of has to wait till spring training? Yeah, I think some of it probably waits till spring training. I think there's probably some swing adjustments here or there that tweaks that guys make in the offseason that he might do at fundamental. We like his swing. I, I don't necessarily think it's from that standpoint. I think it might be, you know, things like pitch selection, approach, how he's going to go about, you know, counterpunching, getting pitched to at the major league level. It's a big difference between getting pitched to in AAA and getting pitched to at the major league level. Um, and that's what young position players have to go through. They have to live that in some cases. So I do think there's an experience that needs to happen. Um, but sometimes taking a step back from that experience, I'll point to Jake McCarthy, um, where we did it twice to Jake. We, you know, Obviously, we're out of time now for Alec to come back up. Um, but we did it twice to Jake. Both times, Jake came up and he was better. And I think that... I don't think that's just because we send him down. And I think whether you get a chance to breathe a little bit, whether you get a chance to mentally process what the big leagues is compared to AAA, I don't exactly know what that is. Um, but some of that sometimes has to happen. And if it happens because we send him down now and he processes that over the offseason, ready to go in spring training – He'll be much better for it. We'll be much better for it. Mike, honestly, is is there ever a bad – is it ever a bad thing, I should say, to remind a young guy about how difficult it is to play at the highest level our species can generate? I, I think it's not only good for him. I think it's good for a lot of the young guys that are around him observing him. Your thoughts on that? I would agree with that. I don't necessarily if, – if applied the right way, it's not a punishment we get the business side of the game where the big leagues is tangibly different than the minor leagues. So that's, that's a fact. And that's not something anyone hides or I I get that part of it. It's not a punishment though. This is a kind of wanting to see these young guys move up in their careers with regard to how they are able to handle failure, how they're able to handle a slump, how they're able to handle success. And sometimes taking your foot off the gas pedal a little bit, going down to a league that's clearly a lower caliber league in terms of what you face on a nightly basis, sometimes it could be confidence. It could be some of the stuff that we can't quantify. Um, And you just hope that it's applied 
I will tell you that going down and wanting to be in the lineup the next night is a very good first sign for how somebody yeah. is looking at something because that's the hardest day probably, yeah. you know, the day after when you could feel sorry for yourself instead of going and trying to get better. And he clearly went down with the intention of getting better. But we knew that about him. Um, he, is a, he is a very talented player. He's got great makeup, and we love the kid. So I hope that that – that happens for him. Yep. Yeah, that's a great point. We're being joined by uh, D-backs GM Mike Hazen. Mike, uh, Zach Gallon pitching tonight against Justin Verlander, so that's a pretty good pitching matchup. But uh, Gallon likely will have tonight and one other start this season. Uh, he's obviously grown by leaps and bounds this season, but what has stood out most to you about Zach Gallon in 2022? Um, I, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> like you said, I mean, he's just been dominant uh, for about three months now. It, it's been fun to watch. It's not surprising if you ask me that question. None of this surprises. He's that talented. He's that talented and that smart to keep it going. Um, You know, we hope, you know, keep him healthy, keep him strong, and he's going to be anchoring our rotation. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's the, you know, yes, he has a tough matchup tonight um, because he's also facing a guy that you could probably talk very similarly about. Um, But by and large, over the 162 games, we're lucky to have this guy and, um, you know he he's he he does so many things. He's got great stuff, and he he applies it in such a an advanced manner that he he's going to be just fine. Mike, where do you project Dalton Varsho? First of all, can I just say, could this kid hit thirty home runs? I can't even believe we're even talking about this. He's got twenty seven so far. Just your thoughts on Dalton Varsho, how he's done, and where you project him in terms of getting his um his most at bats per. Per, uh, position, I, you know, if you're asking me where we project him defensively, I, I don't know. I, you know, a lot of our roster still is in a position where we're trying to figure that out too, uh, and not. I don't say that in a confused, bad way. I think it's these guys are so athletic and good that it just gives us the ability to construct a team in a way that um, gives us a lot of flexibility. It's a, it's a, it's a huge benefit for us in the front office as we make decisions. Um, He's a you know he's made some really good adjustments in the second half. He's really taken off. He's always had that power. I think as he grows as a hitter, you're going to see that average climb too, mm-hmm. and he's going to become that much more dynamic. Um, but the athleticism, the speed, you know, we feel like going into next year, we have the ability to bring four or five guys on an in, on an everyday basis into the lineup that are going to cause a lot of problems. Mm. Mike, this is always one of our favorite interviews of the week, man. Thank you for the time this season. All right, guys. Thanks Thank a lot. You, brother. Thanks a lot. That's Mike Hazen joining us right there on the Arizona Sports Line. Interesting stuff there, specifically with Alec Thomas, too, and just kind of. Oh, you know, my goodness. I love it right there. The psychology of it all. It's beautiful. I like that he just flat out said it's a pretty good sign that Alec Thomas went to, to Reno and immediately wanted to be in the lineup.